What up, what up, what up, what up, everybody? This is Pro Wrestling Edge. We are back. This is the original bro, Josh. I'm here with the crew, as always. Big cast. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing good, man. I uh, just woke up from a nap. I feel fantastic. Refreshed. Let's go. I know. Sleepy beauty over here. Nick the Gooch. Nick the Gooch. I'll take that three times. That was nice. I liked it even better than the two times. Man, I'm enjoying today, man. I actually uh been sitting on my ass watching old school cartoons on uh, I I I got the Paramount Plus app now, so Josh will appreciate it. I've been watching Rocket Power. That's what I'm talking about, bro. I love that show, man. Speaking of Rocket Power, flying in on my shoulder as always. Jaybird coming in. Tweet, tweet. How we doing, boys? <laughs> I'm jealous of them cartoons, Nick. That's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, you also got like Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yeah, uh, I think like some laboratory, some good old cartoon network shit up on there, man. Some give me five bucks for us. I'll give you my info. Oh, no, I was actually kind of playing. Please do, really. Nah, uh, I think just yeah, for the... we can trade. We can trade, dog. I'll get the yeah, HBO. You, you can tear them out. Wait, wait, we gotta get this off the record here. Uh, I don't really got HBO. Do I don't need it. Our own stuff and be <laughs> adults. <laughs> but nah, man. It's uh it's a good time as always. We uh had a pretty good time at Horse Slam we were at over the weekend on Saturday, I believe it was. They moved over there to the Victory Gym. If you go to Pro Austin All Stars, you're pretty familiar with that place. And it was a pretty good show. I enjoyed it very much. It was uh pretty, pretty dope. It was good to see Horse Slam rolling again. And in a bigger arena makes it so much better. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, a lot of good matches that night. I still couldn't believe that Congo Kong match, dude. As soon as he got in that ring, I thought his head was hitting the ceiling just standing there. Yeah, that was crazy as hell. It was. I believe you on that, man. I couldn't believe it. That dude was a giant in there. His fro was touching. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I ended up missing the first two matches. I honestly don't even remember what the first two matches were. They were in a chin spot. Oh, yeah, Chinstrap was one of them. Chinstrap was one of them. I don't remember who Percy, Percy and Riley Reed. Yes. Yeah, it was good to see Privacy Percy in a while. So it was was good to see him wrestle. I heard he's all over the place, West Virginia and down south, like that. Didn't they just have a match in North Carolina, too, or something? That just passed? Yeah, the next day. Those guys are going everywhere. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's good for them. I got to walk in and watch Hannah Henderson whoop TJ's ass. That was that was actually really good. I had seen a lot of new stuff from Hannah that we ain't seen before. A lot of new moves. Well, Tony and Mighty, man. She's a wallop. And I don't know which match was after that. I don't, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember what the card was at all. Because the Congo <laughs> Kong match was after uh, Hannah and TJ. Yeah, but that wasn't a match. That was just a slaughter. Yeah, Congo yeah. Kong destroyed that kid. Uh, how about that bullshit Michigan versus Tennessee match? Yeah. Yeah. The Kenny Urban teamed up with Team Tennessee. Yeah. And who did we have on our side? We had Brutus Atwell, Kyler Coleman. Solo, 
Solo, and then uh, Malik. Is that how you say his name? The demon called Malik. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know the dudes on Team Tennessee, some Cadillac cowgirl dude or some shit like that. And they had some goofy punk rock wannabe manager with them that ended up turning on them like mid-match and came to Team Michigan. Yeah. Dude, I remember Ultra that guy. came out with the Tennessee guys too. Yeah, that was kind of confusing. Out of the match really early. Well, technically, who really knows who won that match? Yeah, that I know that there was a, a lot of fans that came up from Tennessee to see that. There's that whole front row on that one side, and Don Georgie <laughs> lit them up, lit them up like firecrackers. Put them right really in their place, man. Them. Yeah, shout out to John, Don Georgie, putting me on blast out at the show, calling me out, keeping our little oh, that's, that's what that's what happens when you're you're running your mouth there, man. No, Don't no, you put I, her belts on cheap. It's not my fault. He wanted to put words in my mouth. All right, he said it, not me. Oh, screw up your Grotto Club invite. Nah, I'm still there. I'll get my way in. I, I, and Chuck Stein, you know, successfully defended his deathmatch title against Satu Jin. I was getting worried there. Chuck yeah, had that was little, cool. no offense to almost the whole match. Yeah, right off the rip, he took one of them gusset plates to the forehead, and from that point on, it was like a water fountain, man. He just kept bleeding. Yeah, he got you know, blood all over the floor. <laughs> Main event, you know, we got to see one of Dan's favorites. You know, too bad we don't know where the hell he is. Yeah, speaking of that, we're on the subject. As always, Dan Alert. If you have seen him, please contact Schwartzy or one of us physically seeing him, not just an edited picture that anybody can make. Alleged photo. That's what you were saying, Brandon. Carry on. Yeah, uh, it was the Duke John Wayne Murdoch. MM3 and Tommy Vendetta, the champ of Horror Slam, in a three-way. And for quite a bit of the match, man, the Duke was fucking it up. Dude, he was on fire that night. Well, he came off that hot weekend in uh, Tampa there for uh, WrestleMania down there for ICW and all those other promotions. He had a pretty busy weekend, IWA. Um. And, yeah, I think the only time – I think the match started in the ring and then there was a pinfall in the ring. And I think that was the only time they were in the ring, too. Yeah, they were all over uh, the victory gym. Some busted chairs and – They busted a lot of chairs. Yeah, some gusset <laughs> plates got used. They made a table out of chairs. And I think Tommy actually got suplexed through it by MM3. And then, can't forget, we had uh, old school Rick Cartier versus Sin from the Capital Vice. They had a nice little match there. And how what was it? Uh, Rick Cartier made Sin tap. And then out came Richie Boy himself, Briar Wellington, with one of his cronies. And they came out and just put a beating. Oh, he came out with Congo Kong. And yeah. they just put a beating to to Rick, you know, 
and poor Zeke Sin had to be an asshole and knock Zeke out. <laughs> you know, poor Zeke always get die, Zeke die. You know, no, he, he was trying to hide out behind us. I know, like we were gonna do something. I uh, Congo Kong comes my way, I'm moving. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Zeke, I love you, buddy, but I'm out. I'm writing you out, dog, right there. You over there, leave me alone. You know, at this point, I think Zeke might as well just become a wrestler instead of a ref. He's taking all these hits lately, man, just getting the shit beat out of him. Who knows? Who knows? But all together, it was a, it was a pretty good show. Pretty good show. It's always fun hanging out there wrestling. Speaking of hanging out at wrestling, we're going to be hanging out down there at uh, Burgers and Beers this Saturday for uh, RPW's Blood, Sweat, and Beers showdown. It's going to be awesome. I'm pretty pretty excited, pretty excited here. Uh, there's going to be a lot of talent. It's going to be a – hello? Can you hear me? Yes. Gotcha. Yes, we, we can. We have our guest with us, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Kyle, the motherfucking madman himself. How you doing today, brother? Oh, shit. I'm doing good. Just uh, recovering from my match with Drew Skills last night. Yeah, yeah I, I bet. promo, man. I hope he was ready for that. Oh, he was, motherfucker. He was. <laughs> How was your time down there in Tampa Bay, man? You had one hell of a fucking weekend down there. I mean, fuck, dude. I wouldn't call it out an MVP. I think it would have been you that weekend. Yeah, I'm on the short list, it seems. Uh, Nolan Edward obviously is on that list. A few other guys. I, I'm not a deathmatch guy, so those guys always take kind of take the whole cake when it comes to that. They're savages. Like, I'm a savage, but they're savages. Yeah. Dude, speaking of savagery, your matches with uh, Bruce Santi are fucking awesome, bro. Those <laughs> remind me of old school UFC fights. Yeah, so I fought MMA for a long time, and uh, I'll tell you, I feel a lot worse after my matches with Santi than I did after those. Jesus Christ. So what uh going you said you were with MMA going into uh your MMA background uh I, I know that you are a I think it was a purple belt and or you know Brazil Brazilian Jiu Jitsu let's go with that yeah yep I uh, I started in Jiu Jitsu um, got signed to a fight team moved down to Indiana had a Muay Thai coach a boxing coach a wrestling coach sambo coach like I had somebody to help me in every discipline. Uh, and it kind of uh, went to training in other places in Cincinnati and in Vegas and stuff like that. Yeah, you had a pretty good record and you were a good enough fighter that you actually were able to try out for the ultimate fighter. How was that experience? Oh, man, that experience is crazy, actually. Um, so it's not really a, a tryout per se. Uh, what it is, is. Uh, Back then, Spike TV, a representative with Spike TV made contact with you, um, and they brought you in with Zufa, and they brought you down. In, in my case, it was down in Vegas. Uh, so they bring you down, and they really run you through a gauntlet of tests, medical tests, psychiatric tests, all kinds of stuff, uh, just to kind of see if 
physically you're capable of carrying on throughout the show. And then you go into all these interviews uh, and they kind of try to find who you are as a person, as a character or as a, uh, a, a TV type personality. So, of course, they're going for more of a TV avenue and trauma over actually, you know, everybody's obviously athletically worth being there. But if you're going to bring the trauma, they'd rather have that than your talent. Yeah. So when we went down there, we all got sat in a room and, and Dana White came out. And of course, that's like a surreal moment where you're like, oh, shit, that's Dana White. Uh, he came out and he said, I want to tell you guys all, first and foremost, you're all good enough to be on the show. We're, we've been looking at you all for a while, but ratings sell. Uh, we want to see who you are. Just be bluntly honest with people because you will get exposed if you're not. Uh, and we'll see who we want on the show. So, Yeah, that'd be a real surreal moment meeting a, a mega a billionaire like Dana White. I mean, that's that's some crazy shit right there. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild for sure. So, so going from your uh, MMA career, what made you decide to get into wrestling? Oh, man, I think uh, just like anybody else uh, in the wrestling business, you, you start out when you're just a young man, young. I mean, whoever. Uh, I've been a wrestling fan since I can remember. That's the one constant I've had throughout my life, I think. Um, I, I, I come from a poor background. I've uh, been through a lot of things just like anybody else. And wrestling's just been that thing that's always been there for me. Um, but coming out of MMA, uh, it was never an idea to go into wrestling. It just kind of happened. Uh, I played college football, and then I start, started MMA stuff, and then I started competition stuff. Uh, and it just kind of worked in wrestling. I honestly wish going back that I would have gotten into wrestling first. And it just didn't work out that way. Now, when you got into it, where did you start your training at? In, into wrestling? Yes. So <laughs> that's kind of a funny story. Uh, so when you start in this wrestling thing, man, like when you don't have somebody just that can just grab you in the beginning and kind of take you through that process, uh, it's not as easy to break in. Uh, wrestling is a very tight-knit community. Um, you, 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 you build your relationships on who you are and how you are in the locker room and stuff like that. Um, for me, I sent tons of messages. This is who I am. This is my background. I come from college football, MMA, you know, I, I, this is the pedigree that I am. I didn't ask anyone to ever be on their show. I just asked, where can I go for training? Uh, and I got shit on by a lot of people and ignored by a lot of people. Uh, sometimes I got messages that just was the middle finger emoji back to me. Uh, and there was a ton of people. I'm like, all right, motherfucker, when I come up, I will step right over you. I'm going to make you regret not uh, on passing me. So, and I've had to do that a few times already. And they're like, oh yeah, we'd love to have you. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, I don't say that because I'm, I'm pretty chill when it comes to business stuff, especially. But I'm like, no, thanks, man. So. I came in uh, with Trip Cassidy, finally. He was the first guy to kind of take a shot at me, and he comes from the Billy Rock pedigree, same place Mance Warner, uh, guys like that have come from. Uh, and Billy Rock uh, is kind of a legend, especially in Indiana. Um, but, yeah, Trip Cassidy's the first person to take a shot at me, and he's really 
been patient. Let's just use that term. He's been patient in bringing me along because I'm not like him. Uh, he's got that Lucha Libre type thing. He can do any style. I'm more of a brawler, in-your-face, aggressive, intense kind of guy. And he's given me the avenue to really express that. Now, when what, what year did you uh, start your training? I started training only three years ago. I've only been in the ring now for two. But with that being said, I've come a long way in a short time. But I've got a ton of good people around me that sit me down and, out and give me the answers to the questions that I have. Um, I, I, just like any other business you're in, if you've got a good crew of people around you, just like your podcast, you're going to be successful. And that's really what happened. And what promotion did you actually make your debut in? Uh, my first promotion I ever worked was WCWO, and it's a small promotion in Indianapolis. Uh, a lot of big names have come through there. They run every Friday. Uh, I was working for free. I wasn't getting paid. It was more like a, you know, test the water, see who you are kind of wrestling thing. And uh, I, I, I caught some people's attention pretty quick. Let's just say that. Oh, I believe it, man. I I seen you for my first time out at the uh, uh, Devil's Night at RPW out at Burgers and uh, yeah. Burgers yep. and Beers, and dude, absolute monster, man. I've never seen a big guy like you fly over the ropes the way you do. That blew my mind, and my daughter, she got the biggest kick out of that, man. She popped for you hard, and that's what I love the most is the kids, man. That's I try to be crazy, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, damn, I do love kids, though. Damn, I need to be chill out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just one of those progressive parents that likes to, you know, I'm, I'm the cool dad. I'll take my kid to those shows. Yeah, RPW is a pretty fun show, man. I, I, I'm actually going there was it next, this weekend. I'll be there. Yeah, the 24th. Yeah. Well, you'll see most of us yes, there. Yes, this so. weekend. Hell yeah. I like the ocean can die shirt, by the way. Uh, I found oh, out that you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody it could, it would definitely be by your hands because you're a motherfucking killer. But, you know, you got that me. crawler style. What was that? I said that bastard tried to kill me. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 one thing that uh you, you always do good at is you take your hits, but you give out the hits harder as well. Yeah, uh, speaking of that RPW show last time, uh, coming up against Dread King, that's the first time I almost got legit knocked out in a match. I legit went out for a second in that match, and that that leg drop from the top rope, that boy doesn't play. Oh, damn! At that spot, I remember that. I actually think I got that caught on camera, too, while we were recording. That shit was savage. That shit hurt, like, for real. <laughs> that shit hurt. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You you and the Dread King, man, you guys put on one banger of a match. Absolutely entertaining oh, from start to finish. We'll run that back for sure. That'll come back at least two more times. Oh, yeah. Got to have the best of three series, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of those matches that even if I, I even though I won the first one, if I win the second one, shit, we're doing it again. That's just how it rolls. Dread King's one of those people, man, that 
you can kick his ass every single day. He'll be at the, your doorstep the next morning knocking, like, hey, I'm ready to do it again. Let's get it. This is how he oh, is. He, he's, a, he's a crazy fucker. Mm-hmm. That's why I love I him. You were saying something about his uh, brawler style? Yeah, you know, you got that big brawler style, but also you kind of got that lucha style as well, jumping all over the ropes and shit like that. Uh, growing up, what kind of some of the uh, stars that you looked up to? Was it like a Rey Mysterio and Goldberg? And who who are some of the stars you looked up to? Well, that's my problem, man. I uh, I loved Surfer Sting. Like, that was my dude coming up. Um, I didn't love the Crow Sting, uh, but Surfer Sting was my guy. Uh, obviously, I liked Ultimate Warrior coming up. As I got older, it became The Rock, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, all those guys. I've always been a mark for the WWE, just that's just what I was raised on. Um, everybody's got different influences. Those are mine. Uh, but really, man, uh, and you kind of see the ICW, uh, that brawler style comes from, you know, a Jeff Monson, uh, Vondelay Silva, um, kind of like a Tito Ortiz. I, I like to just be in your face. And that's kind of my mentality when I go into each match. Well, that's awesome. Uh, speaking of uh, that, you got a uh, MMA wrestling. You're also a uh, a bare knuckle fighter. Yeah. In the so... <laughs> pit fighter. Pit fighter. Pit fighter. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that ICW. That's that uh, that show down in Tampa that I was running with. Uh, we've got some big shows coming up. I got Phil Baroni in Atlantic City. Uh, I think it's in June for ICW. Yeah, I think it's June twenty fifth. You got him. Yeah, twenty seventh. Uh, I'm there for like three days. I can't remember. Righteous. So, uh, out of all three of those, which uh, is your favorite? Out of all three of uh of those of those styles, yeah, I have a lot of fun in the, in the pit fighter stuff. Uh, that's when I could just kind of be me. Uh, the the fan base is a mature fan base. You can say whatever you want, and they'll say it right back to you. Um, I've always just been in my element when I'm amongst other savages because I see W. There's a locker room full of savages. The owners are savage. The announced team are savages. But the fans are savages. Like, uh, the only time I've ever seen another fan base that are absolutely just on another level was when Bizarro Lucha was running. Uh, and that, that was another one of those fan bases where I was like, okay, these, these some, someone from this crowd might actually try to fuck me up. I got to be careful. <laughs> like, it's just how it is. Speaking of Bizarro Lucha, uh, you went under the name as, uh, what was it, Mel Melpheus, Melphis, and you wore a mask? Yeah. How, so how long was, did that go along for? That was uh, that was the second show I was ever on was Bizarro Lucha. Um, that Trip Cassidy actually ran that show. Um, and Malphis was his brainchild of – an alter ego type for who Justin Kyle was. I just went under a mask. And that's what Bizarro Lucha was, though. It was kind of a Lucha Libre type show for the most part. Um, and that was a lot of fun, man. I got to run with a lot of cool people uh, and run a lot of cool different things and be a different wrestler, which was my favorite part about that. And the way I looked at it was 
uh, it was my my Finn Balor moment. You know that there was Finn Balor, and then there's the Demon King, and that's how I was as Justin Kyle and then Malphus. Malphus was on another level, man. Malphus was hard to run cardio wise. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck cardio. Yeah, I know. Damn it. Do you think you'll have uh, ever bring him back around or? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a few shows I'm looking at, especially uh, in the Lucha scene that I'd, I'd run that gimmick again. Um, but it's something I'm saving. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Cause we actually don't got too much of a Lucha scene up here. I can't think of just a straight Lucha underground style. Yeah, and that was kind of where we were going with it was Brian Cage, was, or I think it was Brian Cage, was running at, in Lucha Underground, and that was kind of our answer to the big man doing big things. Uh, jumping out of the ring against Calvin Tankman and doing the, the things that we did. I jumped from the floor through the ropes and did a spear uh, in a battle royal. It just – I got to be somebody different. Got to try out a whole new move set. Yeah, for sure. So with wrestling at AWR, tell us about this tournament you were in. A tournament at AWR? I don't remember that. It says here a heavyweight title tournament. Unless I've got another incident where I've got wrong information. Oh, good shit. I'm again. Yeah, probably uh, again. I don't know uh, if I was in a tournament. I don't think I was. Uh, AWR has their tournaments, uh, but I, I don't remember being in one. Maybe I was supposed to be and something happened because a lot of stuff changed from COVID. Are you thinking about the tough man, uh, the pit fighter tournament that he was just in? No. Over the over WrestleMania weekend? This says back in October of 2020. AWR heavyweight title tournament. Oh man, I think uh, I think what happened with that is that thing got shut down. Uh, some cancellations happened, I think. Oh, so it was something that you were supposed to have been in. Yeah, okay. I think so. That was the angle that we were trying to work. Um, I mean, there were supposed to be some big names involved in that, and they have AWR has a. Uh, Big deathmatch tournament every year, too. I thought that's what you might have been talking about. But, yeah, I think I remember briefly that was an idea. But a lot of things got shut down even before COVID shut it down. Hmm. All right. I guess Big Kaz is going to join me in my side. He's been having some technical difficulties. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, guys. I tried getting it figured out. Technical difficulties, but I'm here. God damn it, big cat. <laughs> so, what do you got for him, big cat? Oh, I just want to say, man, like, every time I turn on IWTV, I see you all over it doing your thing. It's badass. I seen you pull that move out that you talked to us about at Private Stash, and it blew my mind. I seen you post it on your Instagram, and I was like, he told us he was going to do that. And that was awesome. So, over the last couple months, man, what's been one of your favorite matches? Oh man, I've done some crazy shit recently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> last I had a lot of fun with Dan Moff uh, 
and that last pit fighter match I had. He ended up winning the tournament, the tough guys tournament. Um, I tried to give him a run. That son of a bitch is so fucking strong, though. Like, for real strong. Like, I'm strong. That dude's another level strong. He's Same with a guy like Shane Mercer. There's just some people that are next level strong. Um, I think that Dan Moff match for me, because it was more, it felt like a fight. You know, it felt like I was looking in another man's eyes and we were going to fight. And that's, and I love that shit. I love being in that moment. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So then we're going to get to see you this Saturday at RPW. You're fighting oh, yeah. Tommy Vendetta. No, so keep this between us. As of now, uh, there's a match change. Okay. Um, and I, I assume it'll be announced soon. But as of now, it looks like it's going to be uh, me and Nolan Edward in a street fight. Um, so I, I've, I've wrestled Edward before. Uh, fuck, it sucks. It really sucks because <laughs> you can't hurt that dude. It's impossible. Um, his body will shut down before his heart does. That dude doesn't give a fuck, to be honest. Uh, and if that happens, then I'm, I'm down for it. I mean, there's a couple of different options we're looking at. Uh, Vendetta had to pull. Um, I'll be facing him down the line. Uh, but, yeah, it's either Edward or we'll find somebody. So Down there at RPW, though, they definitely will find somebody for you. They got plenty of talent that comes through that promotion. And it's going to be a great oh, yeah. time. Last time we seen you, you you handled the Dread King Logan and basically all of the hollow, pretty much. Yeah. The hollow or bitches, though. That's, I mean, that was easy. <laughs> and that's probably why they're no more. That's probably why they uh, they don't exist anymore. I saw that's that. I think I, I think I planted that seed of doubt in their mind, and they had to scatter. <laughs> I no, believe I that. A, yep, I had a fun time when I seen you down at the Flop House goddamn holiday special. Your guys' match, you, Hoodfoot, and Mickey Knuckles really tore it up. Uh, you hitting that pan right on Mickey Knuckles' head, just busting the handle off of that one. I, yeah. I got all wide-eyed. Uh, and then and then seeing your knuckle after that match, because you come right up to the table, that was that was pretty gross. But <laughs> yeah, that yeah bitch, that's what I was going to ask. It still hurts. Uh, I'm still dealing with multiple injuries from that match. That shit was ruthless. Yeah. You guys were everywhere Mickey in that arena. It's fucking ruthless. And not to take anything away from Mo, but Mickey's a fucking psycho. She's a lunatic. Like, legit. Oh, we've seen. Yeah, definitely believe that one. I thought you were going to take her head off with that frying pain. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to. That was... I was to kill that bitch. <laughs> Need to have a special Jerry Springer match and have him play uh, Steve Wilkos as the security guard. The new Steve. <laughs> Damn it! Everybody says that fucking Steve Wilkos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember who said it? Don't come at us on Saturday, all right? Yeah, I, <laughs> you're gonna be shitting your fucking pants when I jump out of the ring. You're gonna be shitting your pants when I jump out of the ring onto the fucking table. Then what? Dude. Oh God! <laughs> oh, I don't know why I go to these shows, man. I, I'm waiting for it to happen. <laughs> oh, fuck! I, I, you know what? It might fucking happen, dude. I, I don't never know. 
I'm going to call off work Saturday. <laughs> yeah, with Ruthless Pro Wrestling and Justin Kyle, I guess you don't ever know. Like, it's, it's the thing is going to be insane. Oh, no, yeah. he came over, started knocking cups around, whacked someone's cell phone out of their hand. Shit got crazy as fuck when hey. he came out. <laughs> I legit, I mean, behind the scenes, woo, I caught some heat over that phone shit, bro. Uh, I did not know I was going to get that much heat over that phone shit. That was not, that just kind of happened. <laughs> there were some motherfuckers who shit to the off. Huh? They should have been paying attention to the match. Oh, man, that's what I thought. But a whole crew of motherfuckers walked up on me. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So other than uh, RPW this weekend, what else do you got lined up? I think I've seen another AWR show coming up. Yeah, there's a there's a RP or an RPW. There's a uh, after RPW. I've got a couple Indiana shows. Um, without looking at my calendar, it's on my phone. Um, I've got, like I said, a couple Indiana shows. I've been taking my bookings down. Uh, at the request of people I can't talk about yet. Um, but I've been taking my bookings down and, and kind of taking taking a little bit more uh, laid back more approach exclusive. to the traditional bookings. Huh? A little bit more exclusive? Yeah. Um, I'm working towards some things <laughs> that I'm contractually not uh, allowed to talk about yet. But um, Definitely don't want to know that stuff. I'm trying to fulfill my obligations that I have and I'm trying to do right by the locker room and, and by different promoters that took a chance on me. That's awesome. Well, Justin, we had a great time having you on today. We know you're a busy dude and got stuff going on. Um, is there any other uh, merch or social media you want to plug real quick before we, uh, we let you go? No man, uh, buy, buy the co- podcast merch. Plug that shit. Get paid, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> well, we really appreciate that. Guys, uh, I look forward to seeing you guys this weekend. Um, I know it's always a party at RPW. The shit is ruthless. I guess that's fucking in the name for God's sakes. Um, <laughs> but we'll put on a banger. Whoever I'm in the case or in the ring with, we'll. It'll be well worth the price of admission. There's some other great matches on that card. Uh, it's exciting to be back in Michigan again, where I'm from. Um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens next. You're just like you said, we can't wait to see you this weekend. Can't wait to watch you fucking lay waste to whoever it is they put in front of you and slaughter them down. It'll be a tough fight regardless. But afterwards, we'll definitely get a beer with you. That's for sure. Oh, of course, of course. One beer? What the fuck? A beer? (laughs) (laughs) Might as well, you know, just come park it at the table. We'll have a little, we'll have a cooler with us. We'll have plenty of beers. I'm in. I'm in. I'm already fucking in for that. Awesome. But thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yes. Hey, thank you so much for coming on. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Yep, we'll do it again. Hell yeah. So damn, Justin Kyle, everybody, like legit. Justin that's Kyle. that's Justin Kyle. <laughs> Justin Kyle.
know it. That dude is fucking awesome. Cool cat. Yeah, just watched it reset. It took that whole I don't time even know. Dude, so like we've literally, I hope this podcast makes it out because we've had <laughs> some horrible technical difficulties this entire time, people. We're like, hanging, we're hanging I, I don't even know. If, I'm glad that Gooch was doing Gooch's thing because I didn't, at one point, I didn't even know me and Jordan were even on the pod anymore. <laughs> like, we don't even know you're there. We can't it's see anybody. Black screen. Yeah, we can't see it's anybody. It's the, the Justin Kyle aura. You know, he fucks people up in the ring. He just might just. Everything's just scared of him and doesn't want to work properly. Power. The power he brings. It's terrifying. <laughs> Dude, but you know what? That was a great podcast. We can't wait to see everybody down there. Fucking RPW this weekend. April 24th, Saturday. It is... Uh, honestly, the bell time, I think, is like five. And... It's going to be a fucking insane show. Justin Kyle will be there. It'll be fucking madness. It'll be ruthless. Peace. We're out of here.